In a world where podcasting is the only thing that matters, two sisters who have very little reselling experience decide to make a podcast about reselling. Who will step forward with reselling tips and interviews with some of the greatest resellers the world has ever seen? We are the Thrifter Sisters. Welcome, listener, to Thrifter Sisters. We're here. It's me, Lindsay. And me, Lacey. Welcome. Welcome. And we are your go-to comedy podcast for all things reselling. And you know why you're, we're the go-to for this? Oh, please tell me. Tell me why. Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> because we're the only one. Oh, I <laughs> got it. Now, obviously, we are not the only reselling podcast. There's a bunch of really high-quality reselling podcasts out there. There's a bunch of them. But But we're we're the the only ones that are targeted for comedy? Yeah, we're the only (laughs) ones that have branded ourselves as the comedy podcast for resellers. I mean, the fact that we branded it ourselves (laughs) should tell you something. uh -uh. Nope. Uh -uh. I did market research. I asked our girlfriends. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. They agreed. They agreed. I asked the sisterhood of the traveling text and they were all yeah. like, yeah, absolutely. You should call it a po- comedy podcast. And I'm like, you know what? Done. Done and done. Yeah. Three out of four, three out of five. <laughs> SOT members agree. <laughs> There's five of us total, me and Lacey included. And the other three were like, yeah, potty, comedy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so. Okay. Thanks, ladies. I was like, market research done. I mean, uh-huh. we're, we're really going to niche down and brand ourselves. Chalking and that one up to a win. That is, that's how you differentiate, differentiate, differentiate. Differentiate? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's how you do that <laughs> when there's other podcasts that are similar to yours. You're yeah, yeah. like, you know what? We like to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we, you know, we like even more. Um, reselling? Talking? And, no. Making? Making people laugh. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay. I mean, don't you like making – I love making people laugh. It's like my favorite. Absolutely. Again, (laughs) our bonus mom was like, Lindsay was like, we should have become writers or stand-up comedians. And this this was very recently. Our bonus mom was like, you want to become a stand-up comedian after 40? (laughs) She was very serious. (laughs) We have found a way to do it, Hollis. Yeah, we're doing it right now. It's not really stand-up comedy, but it's comedy. To I mean, some yeah, people, we're sitting. It's yeah, sit-down it's, comedy. <laughs> it's it's talk. It's talk radio, which was actually always my dream growing up. Yeah, who was it? Somebody left us a a review that said they like the throwback uh, car talk vibes. I was like, ooh, I love that compliment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was very good. Thank you for whoever left that review. Hey, talking about reviews, good segue there. Can you yeah, yeah. head? Can you head over to Apple and leave us a rating and review? We love those. We love them. We love them. We love them. And then, um, if you listen to us on Spotify, you can't leave words as a review, but you can uh, rate us. And five stars is preferable, obviously. But you know, it's your stars, your choice. You pick how many you want to give us. How, ma- hey, how maybe many? We can make it to four point nine. Hey, that's right. And you, you know. We're trying to earn those stars from you, so give us whatever you think we've earned. That's and I don't speak from the heart. Yeah, I did. Okay, here we go. Um, Patreon. Patreon is up and running. If you want to join us over at 
Yep. Mm-hmm. That, that was, was it her, running. That was her running song. <laughs> if you want to join us over at the Patsy Pates, it is five doll hairs. And with that five doll hairs, you get us three to four extra times a month. You get my consignment spreadsheet and one mastermind phone call a month. If you are in the Patreon, I, th- I was hoping it was going to be this week, but um, the way things are working out, it's looking like we're going to do that next week. So I know you guys are waiting for me to put that poll up and it is coming very soon. I promise. Um, follow us on the gram, Thrifter Sisters Pod. Let's get into our episode, which we haven't even said what it's about yet, but you read the title, so you know. I just did. I sang it. Gonna get back to basics. We're going up back <laughs> in basics. All right. We are. We, you know, it's real easy to forget that um, people that listen to us are not all seasoned resellers, and probably most of them are not seasoned resellers. So we want to, um, we want to hit some. Hit, hit a topic that is really useful to brand new baby resellers because guess what? What? I, I don't know. I thought maybe you might jump in there and finish <laughs> your Oh, because, you know, I mean, we're all at different levels of this thing, you know? Some yeah. of us, um, like Lindsay and I have been doing this for over a year now. Uh, some of us are feeling like we're maybe starting to get our footing and really like finding our way. Some people are still struggling to figure out their path through all of this. And some people are brand spanking new here and they're going, I don't know how to what a. So, yeah. you know, we wanted to get back to basics. Yeah, everybody, everybody <laughs> started. Everybody had a starting point. Like, it's so easy to look on Instagram and be like, but guess what? They didn't do that overnight. They didn't do that over a week. They didn't do it over a month. They didn't do it over a year. They got those huge Instagram followings. They got those huge monthly sales by just chugging away, plugging away, starting at day one, and then just building and learning as they go. So let's- You know what's funny is I've noticed a lot of people that I follow on Insta and YouTube, um, a whole bunch of them have been like, oh, you know, it's year two. I think I finally figured out what I'm doing. Or it's like year two and a half, year three. So like, give yourself some grace and know that like it, it will take time to find your, I guess, your voice, if you want to say, uh, in how you're going to run your reselling business. Yeah. And also, and we'll get into that. That's one of the tips from today is like, don't try to copy someone else's reselling business because we are all in different places in the country. We all have different uh, strengths, right? Like we're, mm-hmm. we're all good at different things. So this is what we're going to do. I think this is going to be a two-part episode. Um, this will come out this week on Wednesday night. And then um, we have something very special already planned for next week, I think. I think that's coming out next week. So then we'll do the second part to this episode in two weeks. What we're going to do today is like what Lacey and I think you need to do to just get started reselling. And then we're going to, um, so if you follow us on Instagram, which I know a lot of you do, you know, I I yesterday put out a call like, hey, send us your best tips and send us your questions um, that you'd like us to answer. So what we're going to do today. You down bitches did it. Thank you. Oh, y'all super did. It was, I mean, you know, a lot of times I put polls or stuff up in the stories and like, you know, two people, it's like you and Mariana answer. (laughs) No, that's not true. A lot of y'all usually answer those. But like really like way more than normal, I got a really good response and they're still coming in. Like I don't even have everything written down yet. And um, so what we're going to do is we're going to like, like I said, Lacey and I are going to talk about what we think you should do to get started. We're going to go over the tips that some more seasoned resellers have sent to us. And then um, in the second part of this episode that'll come out in two weeks, we are going to go over all the questions that a lot of you have sent because y'all have sent some really, really great questions. And I definitely want to get to those. So don't worry if your, um, if your question or whatever doesn't get answered today, we'll get to that in a couple weeks. Just hold on to your butts. All right, Lacey, you got your notes pulled up? 
I do. All right. So start at the top. What what is <clears throat> what does it say at the beginning that I wrote? Well, you know what? To get started, you really just want to get started. <laughs> Just get started. It doesn't have to be perfect, and you're just going to learn as you go, like the rest of us down bitches did. Yeah, yeah. I think um, there's somebody who I was messaging with last night, and she was like, "I don't even know where to start." I'm like, "Girl, I got you." And she's actually a good friend of mine. So shout out, Alana. I love you, heart girl for you. Um, You're the best. She says she just has some stuff in her own personal closet that she wants to sell, and she was like, "I don't internet," and I'm like, "Well, I internet a lot, so I can help you." And we think step one, the easiest place to start would be starting on Poshmark because it is extremely user-friendly and it's really easy to just get you going as your first reselling platform. Yeah. There's lots of places, lots, and we don't even need to talk about all the places. There's so many places you can sell. So let's just focus on one, baby steps, Poshmark. If you're brand new, start on Poshmark. It is so easy. It is so simple to get started. So there's so many different ways we can get going into this. Um, I think, like my friend that I was messaging with last night, start with what you own. Do not decide yeah. you want to do this and then go out and go thrifting like Lacey and I did. That's mm-hmm. how we started. That was a poor choice. Learn yeah, from poor our, choice on our part. <laughs> learn from our mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, start with what you have in your closet, things you want to get rid of, things... My rule of thumb is if you haven't touched it in a year, it's gone. Get it, get yeah. it out of there. Make room for new stuff. <laughs> yeah. And if you're looking on Instagram and you see people that are selling like this brand and these are bolo brands, da, 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 like don't worry about that. There is a buyer for every single thing in your mm-hmm. house. I promise you. It's just a matter of like finding the price point for that item. That's um, very true. So, and so one of our tips came in from uh, Vegas, Anna, shout out. Um, she was like, it's, Everyone, this is, I'm going to read like what she wrote. She's like, work through listing everything from your own personal closet first. Everyone starts somewhere. It's best to trial and error with lighting, photos, descriptions on items that cost you nothing versus anything that you pick up to pay for that you've paid for. And so think about that as kind of like your reselling boot camp. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. And plus, like, if it's coming out of your own personal closet, it's a piece that you know really well mm-hmm. because you've worn it. It's yours. You purchased it. You know how it feels. You know how it fits. Um, so when people are like, well, has this like run big? Does this run small? You, you'll be able to answer those questions and not yeah. be like, oh, I don't know. I've never heard of this brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can answer fit questions when those do inevitably come in. Okay. So that's step one is don't go – if you're new to this, do not invest money in this. Like use what you have in your house and, and practice. Your listings, what you're doing today on day one, are not going to look like they're going to look in six months. No. They're they're not going to look like they look in a year from now. Like I, in the past few months, just totally changed my photo setup. So these are all things that are just going to come as you go. So start with what you own. Now, what do you think, Lacey? In your opinion, Lacey, once once you've kind of figured this out, like, okay, I am not going to go spend money on this. I'm going to just list what I have. Go pick out what you have that you want to start selling. What do you think that, um, what's your opinion is the next thing they really need to focus on? Your photos. Yeah. Taking your photos. You need good, clean, crisp photos. Um, you, I'm, In my opinion, you want a really nice, crisp, white background, um, which you can use. Uh, there are free uh, apps out there that you can go in and just delete the background of your photos. Um, I, for one, use one called, I think, background remover. It, it's it's or something like that. And it's one that I bought. It's like $4 every three months. And I can, and the reason I bought it is because I was so tired of having to go through and delete 
the background off every single individual photo. And this one lets me do it in bulk. I can do up to nine at once. Oh, it sweet. has saved me so much time. I've gone from listing three to five things a day to listing about nine to 12 things a day. Oh, that's great. So wait, what's the name of that app again to tell our listeners? Right here, let me look. Hold on. Entertain and our guests. I will. I, I will. So, and, and, and this came from um, our friend, Christy. She sent me this one. Y'all know her. She was on uh, a few months ago. She was in, you can use photo room. And like Lacey said, she has found one that you can edit in bulk. Um, Christy suggested Photo Room. That is a you can uh, pay to have a, a better um, a, that'll offer more options and things that you can mess around with it on Photo Room. You can pay for that, but you can absolutely use the free version of Photo Room. Um, yeah, the free one I was using was called Background Remover. That was a free one, but okay. you could only do one photo at a time. Okay. And this one I got is just called uh, Big Eraser. It's just an app I got on my iPhone. Big eraser, and you can go in and uh, it's like, like I said, four dollars every three months, and you can do up to nine photos at once and get the background out of all of those. And it really, really has helped me with all my consignment clients. They've given me so much stuff, and I'm like drowning in my death pile. So I got uh, that, that free uh, that app for you know four dollars a month, and it's really helped me be able to list a whole lot more, a lot faster. Yeah, as as you get into this whole process, you're going to want to streamline your um your processes um as much as possible. You want to like get as get through as much stuff, get you know, find ways to skim off time. But in the beginning, don't worry about that. Like you've got to learn the basics. So, don't worry about spinning like all we're going to touch on some things that you can do that you can invest in as we go today to um make your reselling career a little bit easier, but do not feel at the beginning, like you have to invest in these things. Yeah, no, Mm-mm. you you just, you just gotta, you just gotta start learning it. And then as things start rolling, then you're like, okay, well I can spend a few bucks a month on this different thing to help me. Yeah. Um, okay. So Lacey's right. Like you want crisp photos. You want your lighting is so important. Like if you don't have, you know, a professional um, umbrella light, go outside you know, go in your driveway, just get some natural lighting just to make sure that you can see your product in the picture and it's not like washed out or not um, in shadow. Right. Because if you're using a background remover anyway, like it doesn't matter what, um, what if it's like, you know, hanging on a brick wall or, so, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter because you're just going to, which some people use a brick wall and their photos look great. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll get into photos. But we, I think photos, like that's the first thing that's going to catch people's eye, right? Like, We'll get into descriptions and everything, but that's the first yeah. thing. You've got to take good photos. Um, and, okay, so Susan, y'all know Susan. She was on. She sent me one. She was like, don't pay, take photos of your stuff on the floor, which you've <laughs> been following our Instagram and even our <laughs> podcast from like day one. You know, I used to talk a lot about like, quit taking pictures of your pubes. Like that basically... <laughs> That's people get that shirt off your pube filled carpet. I don't I don't know when the last time you vacuumed that carpet. I don't want to see that on a <laughs> on carpet. Do you think I want to buy your shirt and there's pubes underneath? I don't know. I don't know what's underneath there. So so yeah, absolute shout out Susan. Absolutely correct. Do not take photos. But now here's the caveat here. If you do not have 
a dirty carpet or if you have a wooden floor and that like it's it gets good light you could spread that out nicely i think on a wooden floor yeah, don't, that's what don't i do with my consignment stuff i don't put it on my dress form i do a front and back shot uh on my wooden floor and then i get the background out of it yeah but you can even if it's just a flat lay if that's all you're capable of doing at the time then you can kind of style the clothes in a way, like when I do jumpsuits and stuff, because I can't put them on my dress form, I have to put them on the ground. But I'll style it and make it look like, you know, the jumpsuit's walking. And like, <laughs> or you can do a cute little fold of it, you know, just to like yeah. show the colors and stuff. But like, you know, you can make it look nice. You can get on Insta and like look at other people's examples of people styling their clothes on the floor like that. Um, if you when want we, some examples of what to do. When we say styling your clothes, this I think was a thing resellers used to do a few years ago. Was they would put in like a, a hat and a pair of yeah, sunglasses. Yeah, a bag and some shoes. I don't – we don't mean that. Don't do that. Right. Because mm-hmm. then that's also confusing. Like, so right. What, what are you selling? So which of these pieces <laughs> – is it all – is it a bundle? Are we getting all of the – I just want the pants. Like what the – Right. I'm talking about like styling, moving the clothes, like a sweater. Instead of having the – just laying flat on its back with the arms sticking straight out to the side, I'll like bend them with like, you know, to make it look like the person's like, yo, what up? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> you want to buy me or what? <laughs> Or like, you want to give me a hug? (laughs) But go like, it is easy to tell, like, pick any category, any category and start scrolling through Poshmark and just see like which photos look good, which Mm -hmm. photos don't. And, you know, some people just like are hanging up um, at something on a wall, like, uh, like maybe they've taken a picture off the wall and there's a nail there and they're hanging on 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 a door frame, you know, like, yeah. So clean, crisp white background or a brick wall background? Correct. Um, standing in front of a mirror with the clothes on you and your bed unmade and a bunch of dirty diapers behind you? No. Incorrect. That's real incorrect. <laughs> ba- you know how many bathroom pictures we see of people wearing things and then you like you see the dirty shower and towels? Yeah. In the towels on the ground and like clothes everywhere. <laughs> all, their, all their things all over the city. Like, no, 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 no. I, what are we buying here? Incorrect. That's incorrect. I'm I'll sure. tell you what I'm buying is anxiety. Those pictures make me so anxious. I'm like, clean your bathroom. Oh my gosh. Seriously. <sighs> now listen, <laughs> I my photos that I do, I have a photo box because I'm focusing on shoes these days. So I have a photo box that's beautiful lighting, you know, it really brightens up the pictures. Then I actually go in and we're not even, fo- we're not even worried about this right now. I go in and I edit my photos. You can do that like in Apple phone. You, you can go through mm-hmm. and like brighten up your photos. You can absolutely do that yourself. You don't want to brighten. You can do it in the Poshmark app itself. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It that's gives you the option to like, you know, add different filters to your photo. Yeah. Don't like filter it too much. The whole point, you want to brighten it up, but make sure the colors yeah. haven't been altered too much. Um, what, what was I saying? Oh, so in my photos, what I have, I have like, um, you know, you'll see a lot of people, like there was a whole phase where a bunch of resellers were using like what looked like like shag kind of carpet, which mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, if that's your style, Amanda does that. Amanda uses those. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I, what I'm saying is my photos, like if you go into my closet, you'll see, I have like this, this white blanket and then I've put like a little uh, eucalyptus plant back there. So I did not do that with the intention of like, oh my God, I'm selling this experience. I'm like, I'm styling the photo with like a hat. I'm, I'm, these shoes, you can wear these with this hat and these sunglasses and the shirt. No. And carry this plant. The reason, uh, right. You can carry this plant around and everyone's going to think. You know what go with these shoes? A eucalyptus plant. You're so boho. You're the boho-iest. I, 
So if like you go into if you happen to like be listening to this and you go into my closet and you're like Lindsay, what the fuck are you talking about? You have a plant in your photos. This is why I do that because I sell some very high end items. I've done a whole episode about this. I'm doing, I'm doing, we did a Patreon episode about it. Um, there's a lot of people that go in and like get their scammers and their data mining and, da, 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 and they'll just take people's photos and do fake listings. I do that because I do sell high end merchandise. I want people when they come into my closet to feel confident. Like okay. All of these photos look exactly the same. This person actually does have all of this inventory. Because right. it's not like a bunch of different luxury shoes with a different background in every single photo. Right, right. So I wanted, you know, that's kind of how I've branded my closet. So, you know, that again is something you would worry about down the road. Clean photos, white background. You don't even have to use the photo app, the background remover. Just make sure it's a clean background, white wall, a white door a brick wall that has some really good either you have a lighting system already or just some natural light from a window. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, the photos, the way they go into Poshmark is a square. So I'm going to tell you how to do that. So I, I'm sorry. I can't speak to anybody who doesn't use an Apple phone because um, all I, that's all I use. But if you go into your um, iPhone, if you open up your camera in your iPhone, at the very top center across that black bar, there's going to be what looks kind of like a little carrot, an upside down carrot. Sometimes it turns the other way when you click on it. It's a little carrot thing. It's just a little white almost triangle, like a two-sided triangle. Yeah. Um, And you're going to click that. Then you'll see down below above the shutter button, you'll see some options. Click the four, three. That's your four, three ratio. Click that button. And then you're going to see down there as an option, click square. This is going to perfectly format your photos so you don't have to crop them after you've taken them. Because you can take it in your phone and then you're trying to like and it's more rectangular and you're trying to get it into the Poshmark box and then maybe some of it's not fitting into the photo. Yeah, it definitely won't fit. If you've taken a picture of the whole thing yeah. and you and it's not in square format, you go to put it in Poshmark and like, you know, three quarters of your pictures hanging out the edges. It, it's not going to be in there. Yeah. So go ahead and just format your your as you're taking pictures. So that way it's just that much easier when you go in to upload them and to create your list. I mean, you can even, if you have the app on your phone, you can even just take the picture through Poshmark itself, through the app, and it will automatically take a square picture of it yeah. if that's your choice as well. Yeah. I don't I don't necessarily recommend that because if you're taking photos, you want to take a bunch of photos at like, you know, multiple yeah, items same. at once. But, you know, I was just saying it as an option. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If you're just trying to learn, figure it out as you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've taken your photos. You can brighten them up a little in your settings. Um we're not going to get into that because there's so many different ways to do that. Yeah. Um, but you could, like Lacey said, you can adjust that brightness if you're just doing it through the Poshmark app. Um, get it in that square ratio so it's just going to fit better. And then just figure out, just like start, just start taking photos in a, in a, in like figure, you know, play around with it too. Like, you know, take pictures in different parts of your house on different things. See, you know what looks good. You can see a photo and so let's see if it looks good and do some research. A lot of people take pictures just in front of like a mirror in their room, you know, like a clean bedroom behind them. Right. <laughs> um, and, you know, and they will wear the clothes in front of the mirror and put the phone in front of their face. So it's just like people will model the clothes themselves because t- typically clothes will sell better if they people see them on a body. Um, that's just how our brains are wired. So if that is just something you are interested in doing, you can stand in front of a mirror, mm-hmm. put the clothes on yourself if the, you can you know, model them and hold the phone in front of your face. And so all they see is like a <laughs> a body with a phone for a face. <laughs> if you want to see a good example of that, let me go check her closet real quick. Um, to give Ashley uh-huh. cloth collection. Give, she always does that. To give you... So Ashley... 
does a really good job of modeling yeah. her photos. I do. I mean, I don't do clothes anymore, but I don't, I stopped modeling because it just takes too much time. Um, yeah, but, it is time. Yeah, but a lot of mean. people do it. It looks good. Let me see. Her mm-hmm. closet is called yeah, Recloth Collect. So it's R E C L O T H Collect, all one word. Um, you can go check her closet. She does a lot of that, like taking pictures of herself modeling stuff in front of a mirror, and her photos look great. And you'll notice her yeah. background; it looks clean, it's tidy. Mm-hmm. I mean, she does have an office space, so that obviously, like, she doesn't have to worry about. And she doesn't have kids, so she doesn't worry about that. But like, you can do that. You can absolutely model in front of a mirror if you have good lighting in front of that mirror. Yep. And her like that looks great, and she's very successful doing that. So just figure out something, like play around with it, figure out what looks good. Don't take pictures in your bathroom and make sure there's just, it's a clean and tidy area in the back. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? What else? Um, and that's it. You're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, you did it. And uh, next on the list, you had um, offers and discounted shipping. Okay. So we're not going to go through every single, like Poshmark is so user-friendly you can figure it out. I don't. I don't yeah. need. I don't need to hold your hand through. And I think we did an episode like back in season one. You can. I think it's called the Poshmark Quick Start Guide. You can go back and yeah. listen to that mm-hmm. about like every different field um, that you can uh, check when you're going through. And if, if that's some more, um, that might be some more information that may be helpful. Who knows? That might be really outdated. But it goes through like every single field you have to fill out. We are not doing that today um, because it is so user friendly. You can figure that out. But when you get down to like your price, you can offer discounted shipping. Don't do that. Just don't do that right here. We'll we'll get into that in a minute. But don't offer that like on the go. At the, I, I do it at the start. <laughs> okay. I have discounted shipping on all my stuff. <laughs> I always I have. I seriously hate you. <laughs> but it's seriously, it's like I don't know. It's just something I started doing because so, I was told to do that by somebody else that I followed. Um, but it's true. If you have it set up in your offers, when you send out an offer to a liker, you can have the discounted shipping go out with that and not be on your original listing. Cause then somebody could just do a straight purchase of one of your things without an offer to a liker. Somebody could just go in and be like, Oh, I want this top and they could buy it. And you know, then they, you get a little more money cause they didn't, you didn't have the discounted shipping on there. So, all right. Yeah. Offer discounted shipping if you want, whatever. Like I, I don't do it. I do not do it. When I, when you send offers to likers, you have to offer discounted shipping. Right. Like that, like you can't send an offer to liker without it. You can do, what are the options? I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head because numbers are numbers. It's like, right. You can offer $5.99 shipping or $4.99. That's not exactly correct. It's like different. It's like yeah, $4.99, yeah. $5.99 or free or shipping. free. I do whatever the cheapest one is for me. I offer on my offer slikers, I do $5.99. And it, does, it doesn't slow me down from selling stuff. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I think we should talk about that. I think that is if you're brand new, we need to talk about sharing and sending offers to likers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because those are your two most important things, really. Yeah. When it comes to making this work for you. Okay, so start it off. Go. Talk about it. Um, which one do you want me to talk about first? I don't know. Pick one. Sharing. Sharing is caring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on Poshmark itself, it is designed um, to where if you are not sharing your closet, and if you don't know what that means, it means going in and hitting share to my followers on all of the items in your closet that are for sale, if you don't do that multiple, multiple, multiple times a day, you're not going to be making sales. I mean, it'll be very rare that you make sales. It, a fluke sale might happen, mm-hmm. but if you're not sharing constantly, 
um, then you're not going to be making sales. That is the way they have designed it. Because uh, it's and- supposed to be like a social app. Right. So they would, oh, I'm in here and I'm sharing. Yeah. They just want to keep us on the platform. It really like, because they can show that to their shareholders. And so you do get penalized if you're not constantly, and this is, you know, anyway, we won't get into that. It, it, sorry, go on. And I think I mentioned this before in a, so they recently have a, a new feature where you can go in and share all of your items at once. I have not yet. I've tried it myself. I've not gotten it to work yet. What? It only shares like 30 to 40 items Okay. every time. I, it, it says share all of your items. And so I click it and it's like, and that's fine. Whatever. I, you know, I'm, I have a bot, so I don't need that. But I just wanted to try it and see. Okay. <laughs> but I told Lindsay, I think we mentioned this on the podcast before. It was an Instagram uh, message I saw or post I saw somebody said, uh, Poshmark, you know, share all of your closet with one click now. And then underneath it, it said, also Poshmark, um, you've overshared. Your account has been suspended. <laughs> you've shared too many Because that can't happen. <laughs> yeah. They, it's recommended to keep it under eight or nine or 10,000 shares. Nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah. If you share too- They say about 10. Yeah. If you overshare your items too many times in a day, like trying to share 10,000 times, it's hard unless you have a couple hundred pieces and you're like sharing constantly all day. Right. But- Right. But so don't worry about that. You're getting started. You're not gonna and you're sharing manually, you're not gonna share ten thousand times a day. Yeah, no. Okay, so no. let's let's talk about what Lacey just said. Um, so there is this is a new feature that's been released in the past year, I don't know when, of um bulk sharing your closet. Cause if you I, I have my phone out right now on the app and I'm looking at like under each individual item, there's like it kind of looks like a square, a rounded corner square mm-hmm. with made out of arrows. You would click that. And then you would click uh, sh- at the very top. It says my followers. You would hit share, and then that uh, that then your item's been shared. Okay. Well, back in the olden times, that's how we used to <laughs> yesteryear. Have to, yeah, that's how we used to have to share. Is like going through every single item and sharing yeah. it individually. If you didn't have a bot, don't worry about bots right now. <sighs> okay, what they've done, they've gone in and created a better option for us. So go into your closet, hit your account little icon down at the bottom right, hit that, go into my closet. You'll see on the app, the top right-hand corner, corner, you're going to see it's like a little X with a wrench and a ruler. So it's like the little tools. Click that. You're going to click share to followers down under bulk listing actions. When you click that, there's going to be a little bubble that pops up in the left-hand corner of every single one of your listings. So you can go through like sometimes I'll do this to like reorganize my closet. I'll share just the ones that I want up at the top. Um, yeah. But if you want to share your whole closet, like Lacey said, you can hit select all. Now here's the thing. It it will only share like like mine. It said 20 listings selected. So what you have to do to get all of your items selected, it'll like put a check mark in those little circles. You have to just start scrolling through your closet. So I'm doing that right now. Now it says 40 listings selected. Keep scrolling. 60 listings. So just keep scrolling. Keep scrolling to get your whole closet shared. Just keep scrolling until you've gotten through all of your listings. And then down at the bottom, you can click the blue button, share to followers. And it's going to share every single one. Now, here's the thing. If if you keep going, it's going to start selling, sharing your sold items. And you don't want yeah, to yeah. mm-hmm. share those. So before you do that, you're going to go all the way back up to the top. You see the little filter, the little funnel at the top, click that thing under availability. It auto generates to all items, do available items. Now, again, go back, hit select all, 
and then start scrolling until it gets all of your available items. And it will. It just takes a minute to keep scrolling and it'll eventually populate the little circle with a check mark and all, and then you can hit share to followers. So that's how you do that, Lacey. And thank you. You're I right. didn't know. Yeah. Well, because I only tried that once and I was like, well, who cares? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to be doing this. So, <laughs> but like, it, also, I, in my opinion, um, I, I really think the goal would be to try to share your closet, your entire closet once every hour. But, but we also understand that's not super uh, reasonable for every person because you have jobs, right. you have children, right. you have things. Do it at least three or four times a day. And with this, yeah, mm-hmm. with this bulk, like it really is. Lacey's right. If you can do it every hour, that's ideal. But that's not normal life. If you are auto sharing your closet, right? it's just you're not going to do it every hour. If you have the availability in your schedule, sure, set a timer on your phone every hour, boop, and then do, mm-hmm. do just like those things. Go to the t- – make sure you filter out available tools, select all, scroll down, get them all, share. It'll take you maybe two minutes. And, and keep your phone open. Keep your app open. Um, because yeah, because it'll it won't it'll stop sharing if you close your app. Yeah, so keep your phone open so it'll make sure it scrolls through and shares everything. But do that m- as many times in a day as you can. Every hour is mm-hmm. ideal, but you know y- you can still- just not ten thousand and one. Right, <laughs> you'll get suspended, baby. Next biggest thing is offers to likers. Tell us about it, sister. All right, so you're gonna get n- under under the news that little bell down at the bottom of your app. Every time there is some sort of activity on your account, you get a notification of that. Whether you want it or not. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care that someone's following me. I don't care that somebody shared my closet. I don't care that somebody is following me. That means nothing to me, but they're going to tell me about it. (laughs) Yeah. They got to notify you. So I opened up my phone this morning. I had like 600 notifications. Well, guess guess what? 560 of those notifications were people sharing or following. Like that does, I don't care. Anyway, what you do need to be concerned about is anytime you see Moon Jellyfish, thank you, Moon Jellyfish, has just liked my blood, Blundstone boots. So like we said, Lacey and I use bots. We'll talk about that in a second. Our bots are set up to automatically send offers to likers. So that means anybody who comes through, when you're pricing your item, you want to price it higher than your target selling price. Yeah. Because the majority of sales on Poshmark do not happen with people just buying it outright. Unless you have it listed really low, um, that is not the way that you should, though. You should always price it because people expect a deal. This is a secondhand site. They want a deal. So price it up Mm -hmm. a little bit so you can send an offer. People can send you offers, which that's always great. That's actually how I make the majority of my sales, people sending me offers. Because then Mm -hmm. you don't have to pay for any of the shipping. They, They take on all the shipping costs. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. So anytime someone likes your item, you can, oh gosh, now we got to describe how to do this manually, which we never do. So now this is going to take some work. Okay, (laughs) hold on. Well, one easy way you can do is when you go into your news and then up at the top where all those um, titles are, you can click on likes and it will show you instead of all of the activity that's happened in your um, news that day, it'll only show you the things that people have liked in Mm -hmm. your closet. Mm Mm-hmm. So, okay, so Moon Jellyfish is the last person to like something in my closet four minutes ago. So I did what Lacey just said. I went up, I hit likes, and then there's these boots. Boots. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Boots. Boots. <laughs> that they've liked. Okay, here's – okay, let me see if I can do this. <clears throat> Bueller. I know. I know, man. It's a real <laughs> Bueller situation. Under that likes uh, page – 
click the person's name. So I'm going to click their name is like highlighted and kind of a maroonish red. Click Moon Jellyfish or whoever the person is. All right. So now that has taken you into their closet. Next to their name up at the top, you're going to see like a teeny tiny version of their little avatar with a little suitcase or a purse right next to it. Click that. All right. So now you're like on this weird blank screen. This is weird stuff. In the top right-hand corner, you're going to see three dots. Click those. Now, scroll down to switch to cell view. Click that. And then you're going to see your boots pop up. That's going to show things that they've liked in your closet. Hit the little underneath the boot or whatever it is that they liked. Hit, hit the little purse suitcase thing with the plus sign. Click that. And now that's kind of added it to a bundle and you can send them an offer. You click, which now I can't see what to do because my bot has already sent out an offer. There's another button that says offer or send offer maybe. I'm not sure because mine says view offer because my bot has already sent them an offer. But down at the bottom right. in blue, like it's black with like a blue highlight. It's going to say something like offer or send offer. You can click that and then you'll go and you'll have the option to offer them a lower price with the discounted shipping. Um, well, can I interject here? Because it's been so long since we've done this manually. There is another way to do that that's easier. Oh, great. Um, if you go into your news, go to your likes, and then instead of clicking on their avatar, go over and click on the image of your item itself. Okay. It will open it up. And at the bottom of the screen, on the bottom right, it'll say offer slash price drop. You hit that. And it'll give you two options. It'll say edit listing price or offer to likers private. So hit the offers to likers private and that will open up the Ooh. page where you can make an offer to all the likers, the current likers. Listen, folks, this doesn't happen often, but Lacey's right. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. That is a way easier way than the Bueller way I just took you through. And what's great about that option is if you've had a couple people like your item since you've checked in last, right. it, it'll send an offer out. And you can absolutely do like that other option of price drop if you want to do it publicly for everyone. Mm -hmm. you can, if you're like, okay, this isn't getting any attention. Let me let me do that. Let me just lower yeah. the price of the item. But if you're just trying to send out offers to people who have been shown interest in your item, offers to likers, that's private. And then you do offer. And see here, it says offer. You can hit that little calculator and it'll even just auto do it if you want to do 10%, 20%, 30%. Or you can um, put in your own price, whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Your offer. Mm -hmm. And then that's where you're required. You have to do the discounted shipping. Hold on, let me. Yep. Let me do this here 150. The discounted shipping options are $5.95, $4.99, or free. Yep. And then easy peasy lemon squeeze. You'll hit apply, and that's going to shoot an offer to them. So this is the one and only time you're going to hear me say this. Do it the way Lacey said. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes I'm right. When I'm right, I'm right. When you're right, you're and right. Me, I'm always right. Yeah. See, <laughs> I don't have to control everything, Lacey. I'll let you have that. Oh my God. One thing. One thing. <laughs> hey, how's how's the Pinterest class going? It's going. It's very slow. It's very Bueller. <laughs> but I work, I try to work on it at least like 20 minutes a day. Okay. But I mean, you know, it's I'm only on like what segment one? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm only on page five of my. She's book. She's always like, "Give me more things to do. Give me more things to do." Because I do all of the things, and I'm like, "Okay, here, do, I need you to work on this project." She's still on the first module. Well, I didn't even get to start until after summer. I how, told you that how, there was no way. How many modules are there? 
three. There's three modules. I'm on module one. Okay. So yeah, we want to start using uh, Pinterest to promote our podcast. And uh, she's plugging away. She's getting it done. <laughs> I mean, there's like a 45-page workbook I have to go through. Listen, <laughs> do you know how much work it takes me to put this podcast out every week? I'm, no, and, I know. I, That's why I'm doing the Pinterest and thing. I do it. Okay. <sighs> Let's, uh, we'll have this fight later. Let's have... Um... <laughs> what? How? This is not a fight. <laughs> oh, it's a fight. And, and we'll have it later. <laughs> okay. So now you, now you know how to share. Now you know how to send offers to likers. You've put up nice photos. Your descriptions. We are not going to spend a bunch of time on this. No. Write out. Look, if you want like a really detailed way on how to get the most attention on your items, go back a couple of episodes and listen to Sonia Cracked the Algorithm. She is mm-hmm. going to tell you how to write a title that is going to bring the most amount of traffic into your listing. I feel like that is more important than writing your description even sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I think the short way to sum that up is her biggest thing was like type in the title the way you as a buyer would go in and type in something into Google that you're searching that you want to find and buy. Go, like you use those words. Go listen to that episode. It is our by far most downloaded episode and it yeah. is really, really valuable content. Sonia cracks the algorithm. Go listen to that. So do that for all of your titles. It's super easy. It just is a matter of mm-hmm. learning how to do what she tells you to do. And then for your description, you do need to write, you have to write something in your description. So yeah, t- it's required. Tell them what to write. In your description, you just want to include the condition of the item, if it's like, you know, brand new with tags or gently used or no signs of wear, you know, excellent use condition. Um, You want to give, if you don't include like a picture with, you know, a measuring tape and like your measurements of the flat lay item, um, then you're going to want to type that into your description as well. Again, Um, again. Some some resellers do not, especially if you're doing high volume. Some resellers do not put in measurements. That is, yeah, yeah. Some people don't. I do, I do, because I find every time I don't, somebody comes and asks me for it, and then I'm going to dig out the item and like having to measure it. I I don't do that. I don't do that. I ignore those questions. But (laughs) I'm serious because it. it, I don't think it's it's resulted in many sales for me to go in and digging out the item and measuring them. And Mm -hmm. um, but that is, but like while you're creating your listing, if you want to take like. Um, what I do is like when I'm taking photos of my heels, I'll get the tape measure and take a photo of how yeah. tall the heel is. So I have that when I go. And then just include that in your listing. Well, I just, I don't even, I don't include that. I don't want that photo in my listing, but some people do. But then that way I'm like, I do. okay, that's a four inch heel. I can write that into the listing. Yeah, um, exactly. So you can, I mean, I'm not saying don't write measurements. I'm not saying that. I don't do it except for on heels, but like, yeah, it, it's helpful. It is helpful if you want to spend the time to do it. And I don't think, in my opinion, I have found that I don't want to waste a lot of time writing a super long description. Um, some people will go into websites and just copy and paste from like, they'll look up that exact item on the internet and like copy and paste those words that are used on the website to describe that Which item. you can do. That's I, allowed. Yeah, you, you can do. I, I, for one, and I can't, I think it was from the Dime Store Cowgirls I got this tip that it was, you know, you don't need a lot of descriptive words in your description because the pictures, if they're good, they're going to show all the things that you'd be talking about in your description anyway. Well, so also if you're- If it's jeans or something, I'll go, sorry, go ahead. It also, if you're using all the keywords in your title, like that- Right. That- Then you don't really need all those again down in the description. But you definitely want, you know, you definitely want to, like Lacey said, you definitely want to talk about condition, what kind of condition is it in. If there are any flaws, do not skip over that. 
write it in the description, write what the flaws are and actually take a photo of the flaw and make sure you include it because you will get that thing, a case opened up on you and you'll have to, yeah. you'll, you'll have to accept it back because you didn't disclose that. You can sell stuff with flaws. Absolutely. But you have to disclose that in your listing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, so in the description, you just want to like, if it's like jeans and they, you don't have a picture of the, the thing open and you want to say, okay, uh, it's a zipper fly with a single button closure, you know, um, just stuff like that. Like they can see that there's pockets on it. They can see that there's belt loops on it. You know, you don't need to include all of that in your listing. So I usually just say, you know, like this style, you know, uh, here's the measurements and excellent use condition, size small. Like I keep it simple. Yeah. And and you can't do that. I use as many keywords as I can down in my descriptions, but I'm, I'm selling luxury items. I'm trying to get as many keywords and, and that's a topic for a different day, but like, so I will use keywords and I will underneath my description, I'll hit, make a thing called tags. Mm-hmm. And then, I, you know, if, cause they only give you three style tags and you're like, you know, when you're setting up your listing. Um, so then I will come and put in all the extra style tags that I can think of that fit that item, mm-hmm. but I don't waste time describing what the thing looks like. Cause they can just look at the picture. Yeah. And, and like we said, your, your title, your title's not going to make sense. Again, I can't tell you enough. Right. <laughs> your title is not going to read like you think it should read to get the most eyes on it. Please go listen. If you have not listened to that episode, go freaking listen to it. It's, it's, it's really been a big, big changer for my business. Go do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shout out Sonia. Um, Price. I, someone just messaged me last night asking me, how should I price these items? I'm never going to tell, suggest how to price an item because that is, that's super personal. I don't know how much you paid for it. Even if you tell me how much you paid for it, I don't know like what your situation is. Um, What I encourage you to do is search that item, see what prices it's being listed for just to get an idea what people are listing that similar item to, but that who cares? You can list it for anything. Go into solds, go into available and solds and just in. Yeah. Sold. And then see how much things are actually selling for. And then you want to price above that because you're going to send offers to Lakers or they're going to send an offer to you. Yeah. If you're planning on sending out like a 20% offer to like her on all your things that are liked, then price your item 20% higher. And then also remember that Poshmark is going to take their cut. So if your item, I think, can't remember now. I think they they take 20%, but if it's below a certain amount, they only take like two or $3. It's like $2.95. If it's it's under $15, it's $2.95. Yeah, yeah. So just keep that in mind when you're putting your listing together so that, you know, you don't end up being like, well, I only made a (laughs) dollar. Yeah, yeah. So... I'm not going to tell you how to pr- like you. You've got to go see what that item is selling for. Mm-hmm. And you know what though? I mean, I price my stuff way high. I price my stuff way high based and and I'm doing just fine. Yeah. I mean, literally, Lindsay was going to po- uh, list something one time, and we had just first started doing this, and on. Uh, it was a new feature that it would show you other similar items that had sold um, in your listing. Like over on the side, there's a little button you can push and it'll be like, oh, all these Ann Taylor tops sold this week for, you know, these prices. Oh, that's right. Lindsay was like, this is so helpful. And our, my sister-in-law, Wendy, was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, ignore that. Yeah. But, you know, it's so vague. It's generalized. She was like, price it whatever the heck you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> like really base it on comps and then price up so you have a wiggle room that, for offers. That was another tip that Christy sent in. She was like, price it at what you think the value of it is. You definitely want to yeah. get a basic idea of what this thing is selling for. But, right. But, you know. 
how how rare is your item? How many times has it been listed? Like, I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. and and what you think it is valued sometimes is not what the buyer is going to think it's valued at. But right, I mean, pricing's hard. Price, I still am messing with pricing. But anyway, pick a yeah. just pick a price. You know, you know, just pick a, put that in there. <laughs> pick a price, any yeah, price, any price. Okay. Do we cover it all? I think we covered it. No, no, no. All. There's some more tips that I want to get to from uh from our people that sent in. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Shipping. Let's talk about shipping because I feel like that's intimidating if you're brand new starting to this. You can um you want to protect the item so it doesn't get damaged. So, like for my all of my shoes, I wrap them individually in tissue paper. I do not lots of people love to do all the cutesy like I think Lacey still does, like the thank you notes, wraps them up cute yarn. I don't waste my time on that. That's up to you. She enjoys that. I didn't enjoy it. It wastes my time and money with those supplies. I buy white tissue paper. I write, wrap my shoes individually. So I want to make sure like the the leather is not rubbing against each other when it's yeah, mm-hmm. you know, getting bounced around during shipping. So you know, you want to protect. Think about that. Stuff the tissue inside the shoe so it doesn't get crushed, you know, like just like imagine if you went to a store and opened a shoebox, like how would it be in there to protect itself? Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, we don't have like those foot forms that go inside or anything. Yeah. But like protect your items. Um, you know, but I have two jackets I'm sending out today. I'm going to just fold those up nicely and put them inside poly mailers. Like that's how those jackets are going to get shipped because mm-hmm. they're not going to get, I mean, unless somebody rips through the bag, they'll be fine. They're waterproof poly mailers. Yeah. Um, okay. But here is a hot tip if you are new and you're like, how, how, how do I, where do I get boxed? Like, what do I ship them in? Depends on what it is. But here, here are some good tips. Amazon boxes. If -hmm. you sell on Mercari, you need to use Amazon boxes because that is first class mail. Um, Poshmark is priority mail. So you can't use the free, which I'm about to tell you about. Or poly mailers on Mercari as well. Poly mailers are just Poly mailers are like any Amazon box. Save any of your Amazon boxes that get sent Mm -hmm. to your house. You can use those. You know, just secure your items so they're not bad. Like, on my shoes, like I wrap them in tissue individually. And then anytime I, cause I source online. So I get lots of packing stuff sent to me all the time. I just yeah, save, just save it. save it. Yeah. And I put like those bubble wrap things to keep it mm-hmm. from like moving around and jostling around. Secure your items in a box, tape it up. Um, I have a printer like for, but Lacey doesn't, she just prints. Yeah. It's just a regular printer. Just a regular print, and then she uses tape to secure it down. So you can do that. But here, if you, I didn't know this for a while into my reselling life, you, Same. The post office offers free shipping. Lacey, do you want to get to that? It's like, okay, so this came in by Dressed by Stacy. Thank you, Stacy. Do you want to go to that note? And like, so, yeah. So, wait, um, real quick, you a lot of post offices will have the free priority mail flat rate shipping boxes in the post office. Yeah, they'll have like a little display with, you know, priority mail. Um, shipping stuff and it ranges from like envelopes to boxes of various sizes. I had I had no idea. I'm an adult in my 40s. I had no idea that that stuff was free. Yeah, it's free. <laughs> I can't I was in the when I lived in LA, I was shipping something for Christmas one year and I went and like shipped it and I was like I forgot to tell them that I got that box there. Like, you know, that it, I had just picked it up that I hadn't paid for it. I was like, "Oh my god, I stole that box." I felt so guilty about that for weeks. And now I'm finding out in my 40s I'm like, "Oh, it was free." Right. Well, they, um so you wait, can wait, wait. get stuff there in the post office or you can get it online. Yeah. You can go into the USPS website and go to shipping supplies and you can go to any of the USPS priority mail shipping supplies and 
order them and have them sent to your house in bulk it's free. for free. You don't even have to pay for this. It's amazing. Shipping. So Lacey, go through and read that because I wrote the steps. Um, uh, I wrote the steps out. Okay, I see. It, yeah, and and I so I did this from so it may look different on your phone if you go to do this. I did this on my computer last night and wrote out step by step how to order your free shipping supplies. So I did this on my desktop. These are the desktop links. Yeah. Okay. So um, if you go into the USPS.com, Lindsay said on her desktop, and go uh, to the top, click shop, then scroll to shipping and supplies. And on the left-hand side, under the product type, click free shipping supplies. This is important. If you sell anything on Mercari, we talked about that, blah, 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 blah. Um, you can use Amazon boxes. Okay. So you're going to have priority mail. What is that word? Okay. So Tvec, Tyvek. Hold on. The so what I've done here is I've put down the four um priority free boxes and things that I use the most. Um because right. there's a ton. There are a ton of different types yeah. of boxes. I put in the ones that are the most useful and yet you'll get the most use in time. And you know, so those are I think they're called Tyvek. I don't know. Tyvek, yeah, that's what it's it looks like, those, like. It, which is just the primary priority mail like flat envelopes. Yeah. And you can use um, those with the peel and stick like ceiling. You can get stuff in there. You can get like skirts, maybe if they're small, mm-hmm. t-shirts. You know, yep. there's there's a few things, not a lot, not a lot's gonna fit in those, but I always have a few of those in case I have something thin or small to ship out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a bra top and, and it, or a bikini. And these are all these are all they all say priority mail on them. They all say flat rate on them. So this is mm-hmm. that that's the priority mail Tyvek envelope. And I also use all these exact same uh, priority mail things that she puts on this list. Uh, the priority mail flat rate medium box. Like there's one one and two. They're two different sizes. Um, and, and then there's the just the flat rate large box. And the flat rate shoe box. They have shoe boxes mm-hmm. that you can get. And what's great about most of these, I think, except for the shoe box, most of them already have a peel and stick uh, adhesive the medium, on the boxes the, to close no, them. No, the medium and large boxes don't. Well, one of the medium don't. One of the medium boxes does because there's oh, because uh, yeah, the well, the ones I have have there's it. two different medium boxes. I have both side like both sets of those because I like them for different things. One of mm-hmm. one of them, the one that's more of like a, a thin rectangle, that one does have the peel and stick. But yeah. the other medium one doesn't, and the large one doesn't, and the shoebox doesn't. But the the priority mail envelope in one of the two, I think it's the medium box two, um, has the peel and stick. So just, you know. Which is just nice. Saves you on tape, you know, whatever. Yeah, I like that. Um, but you can order those in bulk. So I think it's like 25 to 50 or something. And, you it's know, like, it takes sometimes a week or two to get to you. Um, but I still have all like – the ones that I ordered that I have in my closet now are all the ones that I ordered when I started. Like, I mean, I had so, – because I ordered, like, I think three or four bundles of each because I was like, I don't know how many I'm going to be selling. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's great. It's free. It's awesome. I had no clue. So yeah. you're welcome, listener. So – and it depends on their supply. Sometimes it will show up in a few days. Sometimes it takes a few weeks mm-hmm. for them to show up. But go ahead and order those. They just – I mean, like I said, you don't even pay shipping. You put in your address and all of those – it's really great. Some. Or you can just go to your post office and see what they have available there. If you need to send something like sooner than if it hasn't come yet, your or you know your bulk boxes, you can just go to the post office and get your free stuff there. One of my shipping stores that I use that I go there sometimes, like if I have USPS or FedEx stuff to ship to, which you're not going to have through Poshmark. Through Poshmark, it's only going to be right. USPS priority. Um, sometimes I'll go there to drop stuff off, and they um, they actually have them there too at like those postal stores. You know? Oh, that's yeah, nice. They have yeah. It there. Um, but also another thing, sometimes if you order like 25 of them, like 
10 will come. And then a week later, like the others will, like they don't all, always all come together for, again, I think it's their yeah. supply, but you can always get on and order more. Cause I've definitely had some stuff that didn't show up. Just order it again. It doesn't, it costs you nothing. Yep, exactly. Um, do you want to do the next one? Um, the next what? The next tip? Uh, okay. Yeah. So this is for, let's say like you're feeling more comfortable. So this comes from our friend Tori from over at OC Thrifters. Um, this is going to be like your next steps. Once you've kind of started getting comfortable selling your own items, you haven't. Um, I, I think this is going to be our last tip that we get to today. Um, so we'll spend yeah. a few minutes on this. Because this is this is some really great information that Tori shared. Yeah, really it is. It. Good job, Tori. Yeah. She she's going to be on at some point down the road. Um, her and her husband sell together, so they're they're a family of thrift of resellers. Love it. Love to see it. Okay, this is once you've gotten comfortable selling your own things and you want to move on to like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to start sourcing. I'm ready to start thrifting to sell. It is so easy to say this, but just remind yourself all the time. Don't compare yourself to the, all the reselling influencers you're going to see on Instagram. It is so freaking easy to start going down a rabbit hole. Like, oh my gosh, look at this brand. Yes. Look at this brand. Look at this brand. Looks like this brand. Look at like, <laughs> and you're like, what the F? Like, I'm not seeing those brands in my thrift stores. There are some people in some parts of this country that are Katie from New York. Shout out. Like yeah. they find amazing thing at the bins, at their thrifts, at their consign. Like they, just depending on where they live, have amazing access. That is not the case for ninety nine percent of us. It's just not right. So Tori is like, don't let that like beat you down. Don't let that like discourage you. And here's, I never really thought of it like this when I read her tip. I'm like, this is really great. Every state, I'm just reading what she wrote. Every state and city will have something special that is inclusive in that area. Her example was those Hey Dude shoes. She was like, those are not big here. But in some parts of the country, they're really big. So you might find a whole bunch of Hey Dude shoes at your Goodwill because everybody has them in that area. So if you live in an area where lots of people are wearing them, it's easier to find those at your thrift. But you know what? You're not seeing a bunch of hey dude shoes on Instagram. I, I think I've seen them on Instagram like once or twice, which is why I had even any familiarity with those words anyway. Hey dude, I've never even seen those. I don't know anybody that wears those. I know nothing about them, but I have seen them once or twice. So I just remember it was a show on Nickelodeon when I was that's a kid. That's right. That's right. <laughs> was that the Dude Ranch show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey dude. Yeah, hey dude. Um, and then her other thing was like start by browsing the racks, like. Like Lacey and I made the mistake. We just went in. We weren't checking anything. We're like, oh, yeah, this Calvin, Calvin Klein suit from the 90s is great. <laughs> Stupid. Um, oh, Banana Republic. I know that brand. I'm going to buy this T-shirt. Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, start browsing the racks at your thrifts. When you see a brand that you don't know, look it up. There are there yeah. are educate yourself endless brand like most of the time it's going to be junk but you remember you're trying mm -hmm. to learn you're this is a constant you are constantly trying to learn new brands you're constantly trying to stay up on trends like you're never going to be like okay well i got it i i can just stick with like i'm selling a lot of doc martens right now guess what we don't know how many more seasons doc martens are going to be like the thing like right like, they were very popular when we were in high school and then they kind of faded away and now they like made a huge comeback in the last few years so that Doc Mart, I'm going to have to find something else to focus on, right? 
down the road. So just look up brand. You never, ever freaking know what you're going to find. It's so true. Like, and you'll, be, you'll look up comps and be like, whoa, always look at your solds. Um, look at your solds under eBay and on Poshmark. Yeah, I say eBay is, I have found from my experience, eBay is a lot more reliable in because it's so um, everywhere, like, you know, and it, it's been around for so long and so many people use mm-hmm. it around the country, around the world, that to go in and see solds on eBay, I find that their pricing is a little more accurate. Also, what's great about eBay, like on Poshmark, you can look under solds in the way they categorize them, you don't know, did this sell in June of this year or did it right. or did it sell in June of last year? I have no freaking idea. It doesn't say. But on yeah. eBay, they only go back, I don't know for sure, but something like 90 days and they tell you the exact date and the year is there. So you can see, okay, look, these are selling this summer. They sold for the, you know, it's just a better, I just, you're right. It's definitely a better way of checking comps. I also find it interesting that they show you the returns. Oh, on eBay. They're like, this one sold for $200. And then there's a line through it, which meant it got returned. <laughs> oh, I didn't know what that meant. You're right. Yeah. It's, I looked it up. It's returns. Yeah. Oh, I just learned something. Oh, well, you're, look at me. That's, I was right about one thing and I learned you something. Yeah, you taught me something and you were right about something. Way to go, sister. I'm proud of you. I'm real proud. I'm crushing it. Crushing it. it. <laughs> but Tori suggests just like browsing the rack. See like what kind of stuff... And she's right. Like, they're, the brands here thrifting are just shit. Like, you cannot find yeah. Gloria Vanderbilt, oh anyone? My God. That's <laughs> Kathy Lee Gifford, yeah, anyone? That's what you're going to find at our Play Doh's here. In t- our, our, do we have Play Is that what it is? Yeah, Play Doh's closet. That's what yeah, you're going to yeah. find at our Play Doh's. The consignment store, you're finding Gloria Vanderbilt. Give me a break. But <laughs> you have break. to find, like, what, like, in our era, area, I've definitely found Keens on multiple occasions. Because this is a very outdoorsy place. I've found Patagonia at the consignment store. Patagonia, it's yeah. It's hard to find it at the thrift, but I can absolutely go to Plato's and find Patagonia every time. It's priced mm-hmm. up more though. But I've definitely sold stuff from uh, the consignment from Plato's for profit, Patagonia stuff. Um, yeah. Not as much as obviously if you found it at Goodwill. But anyway. Yeah. Um, and she was like, learning to look up comps is your most valuable tool. And she, yeah, absolutely. And Lacey's right. Check on eBay. If that's if that's too intimidating for you, just look on Poshmark. Get an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing she should suggested is like going into Poshmark just to learn new brands and using your filter. So the example that she gave was jeans. So go into your filter, click it to all sizes. That's super important. And then filter, like just search the word, just like literally just search the word jeans. Go into your filters, click all sizes and click sold. And then you can also click a price range, do 50 and above, see what's selling for 50 and above and just start scrolling. Like take, but make sure you hit just in as well, yeah. because that will show you what, what just sold, not what sold three, four months ago. Cause you don't care yeah, about that. Yeah. Cause it, it populates to just shared, click it to just in, you're going to get a better idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and do that regularly to like learn new brands, see what like really is selling. Like these are the styles. These are the brands, the, you know, look take notes like jeans, start taking notes of like what you're seeing over and over again, that's selling for over $50. And then before you go thrifting, you can always reference that list, like put it in the notes in your phone and you're like, okay, this style, this jean, this brand, you never know. You never know. It may be a brand you do not know and you might find it in your thrift store and you didn't even know about it. And that might be like fresh in your mind if you've done that. And then her other, her last tip was like, 
we always see all the bolo brands, which there are always, but the bolo brands always change. Don't think that it's like, you know, Lululemon used to be huge on Poshmark. Right. And it's, it just doesn't sell that well. Like a lot of resellers don't even pick it up anymore because some resellers are still having a lot of luck with it, but it just doesn't sell that well for everybody anymore. Um, just because you see it on Instagram doesn't mean you should pick it up. You want to keep in mind, okay, what time of year is this? What season is it? What condition? Is this is this a brand that's selling really well, but the condition is shitty? Don't don't pick that up. Don't wait. Right. Is it the style that's big right now? Because if it's just, you know, like the name brand, but it's like from five seasons ago, it's not going to sell well. I mean, it'll probably sell, but it might not sell well. A lot of these- Like you're thinking in your head. A lot of these tags on these items, there's ways of seeing what year, what season they came out to. So do a Google search mm-hmm. real quick on how to see like what year just from looking at the tags. You you can find all of that in the little computer you walk around in with in your hand. Yeah. And also there's, you know, a lot of resources that you can go to on- YouTube and stuff like, you know, Mogi Beth, who we talk about a lot, she is really good about going and showing what she got at her hauls and showing the the tags. And she'll be like, this is the current tag of this brand. And then in it, she'll also show a picture of this is the old tag. Look for this one, you know, and that's really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that I, Shoot. I wish I could remember. Let me scroll real quick and see so I can give them a shout out. Somebody um, did recommend that. Like there's so many good free resources, like so many awesome resellers that have YouTube channels. And you can go through and just see, like, you know, they, they can, they're, like, I, I can't tell you most brands, like, I just can't, um, especially with clothes. Like, I just don't bother with clothes. It just didn't work for me. But a lot of people, it does work well for them. Find, oh, gosh, who, I am so sorry, whoever sent that tip in. It was someone I know, too. It was like, find, and we've mentioned this before, find mentors on Instagram. Mentors, they mm-hmm. like their personality, that don't. I don't know. Like you'll know. You'll 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 you know find your Instagram yeah, best. You'll know from looking at their content if you feel like, okay, this is fake. Like this is just things are not all roses all the time. I don't know. Find someone you jive with that you like their vibe on Instagram that is giving away. Amanda's a great resource. She gives away so much mm-hmm. great um North Coast style. So much great um uh res- va- valuable information. information and resources. Uh, Thread Level Midnight has a really informative YouTube channel. Um, I don't know. There's a ton. Lindsay Nicole, is that her name? Lacey? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lindsay Nicole. Yeah. Lindsay Nicole has great content. Like go on YouTube, go on Instagram, find people that are just giving away. Just, it's free. Free content. I'm podcast. You're You're not getting much information here, but you're getting something. I guess. Comedy. Comedy gold. Gold. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm sorry whoever sent that in because that is, that's true. Like find somebody who gives away, uh, so, sorry, some, I'm like, we have more tips that are just coming in. Hold on. You know we're like recording, right? I know. I'll have to edit this out. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Dallas says, okay, yeah, here's a tip that Dallas just sent in. It's like, don't buy mall brands and take good photos. I, I think you can still, like if you get it for a good price, you can, if, if that's the kind of seller you're going to be, like high volume, if you can get it at the bins. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sell mall brands, but a lot of people do and it works for them. Like, yeah. you know, like I said, find somebody on Instagram, find someone on YouTube, learn some stuff. You got to learn. <laughs> Educate yourself. Educate <laughs> yourself. And look, I am sure there is stuff that we've said today that are like, that doesn't work for me. That doesn't work because it is. And that's fine. 
it's going to be different for everybody around the like board. You're going to be like, I don't understand why I listed Ula Johnson. Why is my Ula? Other people are like selling Ula Johnson like hotcakes. I don't know. I have some Ula Johnson that has not sold. I have a couple of All Saints things have not sold. Like you just have to find what works for you. Mm-hmm. And I found a good tip my sister-in-law gave me, um, who was doing this before Lindsay and I started doing this. Uh, you know, she was like, when you're, if you're going out sourcing, look for something that is interesting, that stands out, like not just here's a black top, but it might be Eileen Fisher, but like, who cares? It's just a black top. Like that's boring. Look for something that stands out. That's unique. That's, you know, that has like something, a pop factor. Um, and that will more than likely sell better for you if it's a, you know, a brand that's, you know, decent and you want to yeah. sell it. No, don't, don't just look for something plain. All right. So we have gone through all of our getting started t- tips, um, the tip, Tips and, and tricks. tricks. All the tips that um, some of the seasoned resellers have sent in to us. Thank y'all so, so much for engaging with that content on Instagram and sending that information is. I, I really, we really do really appreciate it. That's amazing. Y'all are awesome. Um, and then, like I said, in two weeks, I believe we'll be able to release the episode where we're going to go through and answer all the questions that you guys sent in and keep them coming. I'll just keep writing them down yeah. over the next two weeks or probably a week and a half before we record. Keep them coming. You can DM me. And we could filter some of those into, uh, if we don't get to all of them, get them some of those into a mastermind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. but I'd rather do it here for everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So keep them coming. Okay. Well, that's it for today. Again, let's raise our voices really high. You sound like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. I don't know. I don't really have a high voice. I, I sound like I've been smoking for 20 years is what is what I sound like. I, I did smoke for six months after a really traumatic thing in my life back when I was 22, um, but that's it. So I'm pretty sure that effect would have worn off by now. <laughs> yeah, but I, that's just how I sound, you know? It's like a seasoned smoker. Uh, like a person who's got a, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a residency in Vegas. That's right. <laughs> Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Our, uh, one of our brothers, because we sent that um, episode out about Gerald and the possum last week to our family, and none of our family had listened to our podcast, because why would they? They're not resellers. Right. They're not resellers. <laughs> they wanted to listen to it, because Gerald was on telling that stupid story. And our, 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 other, our other brother, Buddy, it's like Carl and Gerald, they're twins, and then their brother, Buddy, um, he was like, you guys have great radio voices. I'm like, did he just call us ugly? <laughs> Zing! I love it. I think he did. I think he just called us ugly. How, how very dare you, buddy? No, there's no way that's correct. <laughs> of course not. We're amazing. I'm sure he thinks that. Uh, okay, well, that's it for today. Um, we got something real cool lined up for you guys next week. So uh, hope hopefully that all works out. And we can we can shoot that out to you. That's gonna be it's gonna be real fun. All right. Well, in the meantime, two sisters. One podcast. Are, are, are we forget? Drifters. I feel like we're forgetting to tell them something. Hmm. Like what? I don't know. Who cares? I'll just tell you on Instagram <laughs> later. You know what I'm saying? I'll just tell you later. Yeah. yeah All yeah. right. Well, thanks, you guys. We love you. Mean it. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye. Drifter Sisters. Drifter Sisters. Drifter Sisters is written and recorded by me, Lindsay. And me, Lacey. Produced and edited by Hot Moms of Seaville Productions. 
Music is written and performed by Mariana Bell. See you next week. Bye. Bye.